on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. Here we are. We return once more to talk some footy and other stuff. How's everyone going this fine evening? Very good, very good, Roddy. How are you, boys? I'm well. Well, how about you, Christian? How's life with you, big yeah, guy? Yeah, good. Sorry, I just fucked up. I'm trying to sort this out now. It's all good now, boys. I see um, that same video that gets shared about you at least once a year has come out once again. Well, it, can, it actually... I, I, I don't mean anything about your single days in the past, but... I wish, I I wish it was that. <laughs> um, just the footy video of where Hayne steamrolls you. Yeah, no, it came up, you know, in in your me- Facebook memories, and I and I was like, oh fuck it, because it's been seven years since. It was like seven years since the day, and, uh, <laughs> and so I, I thought, yeah, it was a good way to engage questions. But no, nah, fuck is all people you just don't ask tag- any questions. <laughs> just people just tagged me, and yeah, I've seen, I would have seen it anyway. So I shared it on our page, and then people just commented and not thought, let's bring this up. Yeah. Maybe hit us with a question or two, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's not that hard. I, so, I know. Like anyone, I'm, just, that... I'm putting like my heart out there, just fucking, <laughs> just uh, taking, you know, just showing myself, being vulnerable, and then nothing happens. Oh, it. that's good. Anybody <laughs> watching us on Facebook Live, send in some questions about anything happening in rugby league, NRL or local stuff. There's been plenty happened this weekend. Also, Jared Hayne, how's your career going at the moment, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, no. Find yourself slot. between a rape and a hard place. Well, yeah. good on you, mate. It's taken you seven years to think of a comeback for that. <laughs> but, That's very good. But you are on the front foot. Plus, he's a hundred. He's 120 kilos at the moment. Yeah. And look at us now in yeah. a basement <laughs> doing a podcast <laughs> with yeah. 30 listeners. If that never happened, would we be here? No, that just looked like a guy whose house we're at. He's a stepping stone. It was. Jared was a Stepping stone that Christian he went downhill and you himself. and you yeah you rose to the hill, yeah. to the top of the tree after that. Yeah. Like Is there any highlight any highlights of 2017 or none that we want to show to the people? And, yeah, they were good times. Have you guys seen that movie? I think it's called um, Thunderstruck, and it's a basketball movie with Kevin Durant and it, his kid. Does he act in it? Yeah, he he's one of the actors in it, but it's this kid, and it's like a like Mike style thing. But the kid just like was at a was at a game and touches the same ball as Kevin Durant, and he gets all his skills. That's sort of like what happened with you and Jared. He put his foot on your face and yeah. just like transferred. You went up, he came down. Mm. Perfect. And I'm just glad I didn't get his like uh, raping skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise, I dominated that that tournament because at the beginning of it. Um, Farrell was on the bench as 14 instead of Daly Cherry Evans, and Tate was in the centres. Mm. It wasn't until Tate had a, an iffy game when they flogged Hughes, Hayne, he put Hayne in the centres. Hayne killed it, and he stayed there for the rest of the tournament, and they just kept unleashing havoc, wreaking havoc and unle- kicking up people's asses the whole way. New Zealand were probably better than them through most of the tournament. They beat them 34-2 to two in the final. Yeah, that's right. Mm. But I think, like, in that around that time, Hayne at his best is still one of the best that's ever played the game. Yeah, that's true. Well, Origin, the toughest arena ever. How long, and you've seen him dominate. When they won that series and they broke up the, the streak, Hayne was outstanding in that series that saved it. He was saving tries. Yeah, and he was scoring some freakish tries and just doing freakish things. He was actually ball playing really well then. Yeah. And his footwork and speed and power would just blow you away. Like, even if you got a half a grab on him, it's not, you're not stopping him. His kick just... returns, ridiculous. Like, you know when those, yeah. when he was on that hot streak in 09 and they'd kick to him and then he'd get the ball back to halfway or he'd, just, he'd be burning sides and you'd think... It's because you give him any sort of broken field. He loved it. Like that, he really loved. It. That's why a lot of people thought he was going to succeed a lot more. And I think, in, yeah, in I think he just got found out when we saw so many fullbacks with the work rate of like a Slater. Yeah, and then he's like, oh fuck, I don't have that work yeah, rate. Just I just because yeah. you'd always see him like they might be ready for a left side raid, and he's already committed to that right side, and he doesn't like jumping, yeah. jumping around. Well, that was that's one of my main concerns when we talk about... Is um, he going to make effort-upon-effort effort plays? Yeah, that's what my concern is when we talk about Luttrell as a fullback. Like, he's obviously getting a lot better, and he's improving, but I still can't see him, like, the work rate and the, the effort being there to be, like, 
like a um like a Slater or someone who's got the got that the positional nous, you know, and just the the motor to get him there. But I'll which, say one thing about him: what would they have given when the game was tight to have him on an edge, yeah. like? Like lighten it up, like oh, you know what I mean, like that things only he can do, that, and that's the hard. That's going to be the hard part, like you said, Dano. His development and in a full season, staying healthy. What do they do? Like they've got Corey Allen doing a job now. Oh, he's lighting it up. It's he's a it's a fickle way. world, isn't it? Like there are people even calling for him inclusion in this twenty seven man Queensland squad, and you think thinking yeah. the same blokes <laughs> with three weeks ago were. We're kind of bagging him out because he's still finding his feet as an NRL fullback. You start yeah. playing well, everyone's riding, uh, riding, uh, riding your back around. Mm. Well, as soon as you, as soon as you have a bad game, look at Cordner. There was all these negative shit about Cordner. Yeah. Like, and Cordner, no one, the bloke does have a drama with concussion, but he is playing very good football. Some bloke commented on Twitter before about he's not even in the two best back rowers in his club. You got to really get off the fucking Bob yeah. Hope champion. Oh, fucking yeah. oath. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those players again. Gordon, if he's Queenslander, we just have him. Er- oh, he's, he's locked, he's play- locked play- there. He's the ultimate rap. Do it as well. The yeah. ultimate rap. He plays like a Queenslander. Yeah, yeah. he just he, he's a gun, and people that look at him and see he might have an, uh, an average night or something, or he doesn't come out and do like things like a kick out or a, or a Crichton and come out and dominate. And but he's just so solid and does a job. And even when he has bad games. He's still running over a hundred meters, still locking that edge up, still, still and, doing what he's got to do, and his leadership is is very good. You're talking about um, that work rate thing. Same with him. Compared to what Kickout does, he's like um, a quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. Where Cordner's work ethic is ridiculous, and those yeah. sort of things. Like it's funny too. Like things can just change for you, like in a season, or mm-hmm. especially a short season like this. But like it would have been interesting, and we'll never know. But if they had that another six weeks and then finals, wonder what the the positions on the table might have been then. Mm. Yeah. The the top eight could have just streaked away. Might have been a the lot, Sharks lot could have fallen out. Yeah. yeah, the Titans could have won a couple more. Games yeah, they could have jumped the in. The Knights could have dropped a few, and it yeah, could have t- been Bronx could have slid into the eight. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was a thing. More games, you would imagine. The Broncos' efforts improved fantastically, but at the end, they were similar to Manly, where you were throwing in some boys who aren't ready for regular first grade yet. Mm. They're like still, you know, they're still second tier players. So all of a sudden when there's a lot of shit falling apart and you've got to depend on these blokes, you're not going to win games regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably with the Raiders, one of the great things they do. Like with that young Starling, the backup hooker comes in, mm. they bring in that Hudson Young. He's playing he, unbelievable. He got done a couple of times for eye gouging, and I thought, is this bloke a nut? Yeah. Now you can see why he sticks by him. Like his form the last yeah. few weeks have been red hot. Yeah, what, put- La- last week he was close to the best on the ground. Him and Tarpany together, they were just fucking lighting it up. That Canberra forward pack is just, just going forward, and may and they're making like his back row is just coming out for a hit up, making line breaks and shit. And then on the back of that, you just let White and George Williams play footy. Fuck. That Raiders side look, looks very good. So, yeah, on the back of that, I'm going to quickly, because I'm watching this, the mechanic yeah. jumps in. and he's, Yeah, cause nice. we got to jump in on him because that, as a touch referee, he's always on the mark. So, yeah, fair enough, fair um, enough. With the mechanic, he goes, he goes, who do you boys see winning next week games and who do you see in the grand final? At the moment, for me, I, I, I've, I'd put all my money down on Canberra taking this out. Jesus. So, yeah, that's yeah. be either one of any combination is possible at yeah. the moment. This is one of the most open things because yeah, South is. scoring thirty points in a half when they just decided to get their mojo going, mm. they can match it with Penrith, but you can't give Penrith a start. Yeah, then they almost got bit in the ass last time, so they're not going to be giving up a lead. This time around, yeah, and if they get for, it. For decide like South, you're going up against Penrith with a week off. Penrith already got young legs already. The majority of their side's very, very young. So you get them with a week off, refreshed, ready to go, and they haven't lost in 16 weeks or something. They, and their tails are up. Kick yeah. out not there is is, is vital. Yeah. Because they'll, bring, a, they'll like, bring in a Capewell, who'll do yeah. a job, but he'll do a different job. It's going to gonna have to be an ambush mentality for South. You're gonna have, they're going to have to get in there and fucking just try and ambush them straight away. Don't give away a start and just 
got to try and bully him and not let yeah. Penrith get into their rhythm. Because it's like it's like Penrith isn't a Parramatta. Where Parramatta, they it's like and you know when you're a junior and you're in an 800 meter race and you always got that guy that runs sprints yeah, off yeah, at the yeah. start and yeah. you know that he's going to be walking by the end. That's kind of what I saw in Parramatta's like stages this year. You see him go fucking hard yeah. and they're like, nah, it's a fucking marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And then the teams come back and then they go hard again. Mm. Where Penrith don't do that. Yeah. And that's why I, I believe that like with Canberra, I think Canberra can play a bit more obscure against the Melbourne setup. Yeah. Get through them and then fucking then just do do well, over the next yeah. game. The That's going to be uh, both are going to be great, but that M- Melbourne always rise to the occasion, and a week off will suit them. Oh. Like just because there's a couple of things they'll want to fix. Just the narrative of the whole thing too. Melbourne Canberra another another elimination final at Suncorp Stadium. Like, yeah. It's going to be big. And then Canberra, we're in the big dance, you know, so they, they'll just chill their way into it and then be like, oh, fuck it, we'll win this one. Well, that's what I'm but hoping anyway. The thing was too, you can create opportunities against Canberra. Sonny Bill Williams, was he was opening them up when he was ball playing mm. and those offloads he brought. He had a blinder, like yeah. off the bench for an impact for a bloke of his age, like and they said wasn't contributing. He, he contributed as much as he possibly could and he put on some ticklers. They're probably going to attack that that side. If you got Fox on that young Fijian winger who yeah, no, who bites v- a bit, Velame or whatever. Velame, yeah, yeah, he's only a kid. They'll go at that. If Smith is going to retire, like they're saying that he will announce in the next few weeks, yeah, they're not going to go down without a fight. Yeah, and they they use that. They're big on milestone games. People, if they know that it's two for him, like yeah, you know, for everything he's done for the for the place. They have a fantastic side, and they they do love milestone games and anything that means a little bit more. Like they already play with this steel about them already. That whenever there's anything else to add to the narrative, it just just tops up their tank a bit more. Like um, when um, Hoffman had his um, 250th, I think it was. There was a massive day in Melbourne. That's absolutely massive, and I can't remember who they who they burst. It was a decent side. They end up pumping them by like 30 points. Just who they burst, right, man? Do you remember? Was it? It was, I know, they pumped the Warriors a couple of times there on big games, yeah. on Anzac Day games. Hoffman went to Warriors, didn't he? Yeah, then he came was back there, and yeah. finished at Melbourne. Yeah, when you think how impressive it is for him, he's been to the Warriors for a couple of years. He went to Wigan for a year when the salary cap stuff um, yeah. uh, was kicking on and he had to come back. They're going to be... Hoffman, so the doc, my doctor, like my family doctor, he's Hoffman's uncle. And he said, um, when he did the whole Warriors thing, and I was talking to him, and he was like, "Nah, it, it's he's Hoffman's always going to come back to Melbourne because Melbourne have got the agreement with Hoffman that he's always going to have a job at that club for yeah. the rest of his life." Yeah, yeah. And he's um, his old man Jay. Jay's a Queenslander. He played for Brothers in Brisbane, and he used to go for Queensland until his son got selected. There was a story when it was two oh seven, first Origin game. They had tickets here. Jay was. Uh, Joe was sitting in the stands with um, all the parents and that, and Ryan was 18th man, so he didn't play. So he was cheering Queensland on, got on Queensland on the punt, <laughs> and was cheering him on. And all these other like New South Wales families were filthy at him because he was cheering it when the Queenslanders <laughs> won. Then Ryan Hoffman got brought into the side the next two games, and he had to go for New South Wales. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But, right, man, um, James Versaletti. Yep. Um, righty, I think you done an interview with AD from Para. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Is he? And Andrew Davey. Yeah, Andrew Davey. I'm really not sure who's a Queenslander with some of the younger fellas. You blokes reckon he might have a slight chance of bench spot or at least make the 25-man squad. Who's that, Davey? Yeah, not yet, no, but they talk about him. So he's not a young bloke, but he's 27, he, does, he does have plenty of game. You watch, he's tough. He's got he's got ball skills. Yeah, what everyone he's thought smart. last week. Who, who got injured last week from... Um, Oh, it might have been the week before. Before we got injured for Pen- for Parramatta, and Davey came on, and everyone thought, "Oh fuck, it might leak a few here." And he just fucking held his own. It was it just standard first grader stuff. Like he came on, did his job, and and did didn't want to pat on the back or nothing. He got it done. But he, he's I don't know if he's going to be story, in the origin side. I wouldn't say that. Soon. There'd be there's a lot of blokes too, and that's another thing with Bennett taking over from Kevy. There'd be blokes who are in Kevy's plans on the for the twenty seven that might not be in Bennett's. Like mm. someone said, um, oh, about Ronaldo, um, why isn't he there? Ronaldo's dramas 
uh, at the moment because he's only young. He shoots in D. He can really hit some blokes, and he's hands. He has an error or two in him. This will as he plays more NRL, mm. but he's definitely in their plans for the future. It's yeah. just when Ponga got ruled out, I thought they might have called Ronaldo in in that twenty seven as a development sort of a player, but mm. like they haven't called anyone in to replace him as yet. So oh, where did Ren- where did Ronaldo play his rep? Um, Ronaldo, he's from Ipswich. Okay, so he put, so his first rep, yeah. so he played like yeah, he's a, he's a Queenslander. Yeah, he's a Queenslander. Ah, shit. So I'm not. I don't think he. I'm not sure if he played. I don't think he's played Queensland twenties before, but he is a Queenslander. He qualifies. Yeah. Grew up in the switch. Went to Ipswich. Um, stayed high. He would be very handy if when he develops. As you're saying, thick skin going to Ipswich stayed high. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you're going to be used to playing he, crazy. He gets, a, gets a bit more first grade in him, and he, he drops that area out of his game and. He runs fucking hard, and he really runs hard. Those set starts. Yeah. Now, with those back three, you've got to be your um, they gotta your be starters. They've got to be fucking Like, on. everyone, a lot of those outside backs run like Carmichael Hunt now. When Carmichael Hunt used to first do it, people were taken by surprise. But now, if Carmichael Hunt was playing this game, they'd be he'd be... He'd be making that many metres a game just on his kick returns. I, I kind of saw, when Carmichael Hunt used to do it, it was a transition from when he got asked to play lock for Queensland, yeah. was it? When yeah. he came off the bench and played lock? A bit of ball playing lock. bit of ball playing. And then I noticed that next season, that's when he really fucking was like, fuck yeah, it, I just take it to it. the line and take up every single media you can. And then it, it kind of set the yeah set the marker for fullbacks to do that. And also... Besides Darius Boyd. Do, but set, <laughs> doing that, but you, you just, you're helping your, the whole team out. Not just obviously in the meters department, but every meter you run back towards where the kick came from, your forwards have got less to get back on side. And then if you do bend the line back, the next hit up's got a good chance of bending it as well. Like just that one hard run from your fullback every set, it just completely sets the setup. And when you got two decent wingers outside them, say you got like. Um, from the Warriors, they got those two twin towers out there in the wings. They come in and start sets. Those two average like 200 metres each. So when you're on the front foot like that, you just, you're backpedalling the whole time, you're defending, and you're looking up, and there's another big, strong beast running at you. Mm. And you, you say so you're taking it out of you, stopping, even when you're stopping them, or you're getting the ball coming off the try line to get bashed by them. It's a physically beating. And it's funny too, like, it's even like, and um, like park footy level, some wingers don't. You tell them you got to take hit ups coming out. They look at you and they're stressed, but they'll scoot. You've got yeah. to get get wide away from markers because you look at like some of those older games where they didn't police the the um, the ruck and that so much. Markers offside, tackling blokes, it just gets ugly. Where if you get that one pass off the ruck, you're ten meters away, get into the middle, get away from the marker, get there. And we'll work off the back of that. Nice, simple. And if it seems you go- easier to just catch the ball and fucking get get into them than it is to try and pick it up, scoot away from Run the market, your J and line. then you end up getting jammed by the A or B anyway. Like, and, yeah. I don't get why why cunts just fucking demand to come in and have a scoot instead of taking it off. Especially I'd much rather catch if you're it off quick, if you're quick and you're winger or center, you've got a bit of footwork. You you hit a nice fast one flat like you're playing, sort mm. of like touch. Put a bit of step. You're finding your front and playing it, and the whole team's fucking. It's best for the team. It and in the NRL, everyone's versed in those set starts. If you're mm. not, if you haven't got a high work rate in that, they'll be sending you back to New South Wales Cup that, just to learn yeah. your trade. That's why I think, like going off that, I think a Sunny Bill and the way that he's playing, he's adjust. He's he has adjusted his game to his age, right? Yeah. And he's playing smart, not just hard. And those short balls or when he's passing it on, it gets those players outside him. Usually a quick play the ball. Yeah. And sometimes he's even in at hooker because it's that quick. And then he's and he's throwing these balls. Like his passing games like I'll say one yeah. thing, he can still sting. Yeah. He got oh. Hudson Young with yeah, one yeah, over the top. Him. Like and you look at his like an Adonis physique when he connects with you and he's copping a lot of treatment because everyone yeah. wants to say they belted him. Yeah. 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 And into it. Did you see Nickel Clockstead yeah, getting interviewed and he game. walked past and he gave him a bit of a fake face, fake and nudge. Oh, yeah. And he just goes, That's Sonny Bill Williams. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, he's, he's Sonny, Sonny Bill, Bill. Sonny yeah. Bill. He's like a kid in a candy shop, yeah. big shit eating grin and on him. He loved it. We got um, Karen Stewart's son um, saying, <laughs> why, why was Dane's dad at Wynnum instead of Valleys yesterday? Oh, good question. Who's your dad? 
Is it? Assuming he's talking about Jeffrey. Yeah, I'd have to say, yeah, because your yeah. dad lives out in the bush. And yeah. It'd be a fair and, hike to win him. Jeffrey wasn't at rallies yesterday, so I'm assuming he would have gone to win <laughs> It's probably, I, I don't know, Carl, I don't know the answer. I'll, I'll have to ask him when I get home. But um, I'm just assuming he was he might have had a date. to do with he, transport. I think, he was, um, I think he had a date out there in the... Out there in the Bay Area, might have been meeting a lady at the Wyndham Tav after could've, the game. Big Jeffrey bending her over the fucking he'd be, in the store. He'd be you know? have a few. He'd have a few on the game. Making her eat those urine cakes as oh, he goes whoa, to whoa, deep. Whoa, whoa, man! Whoa. Um, <laughs> well, how was your week anyway, boys? God, yeah. I didn't good. do much. I just worked. I worked all weekend and just squeezing, watching some footy. Sweet. In between yeah. it. I was alright. I haven't been doing much. I, You're you know, still not at work, eh, Dan? Nah, I went in for a meeting last week. I go back next week, or as soon as I get this off, which is next, which is Wednesday. Are you devoted to be going back? Sort of. Like, I'm sort of keen to get back because I've been doing fuck all, and I'm you just got over it. But also at the same time, thinking of getting up every morning at fucking three thirty and going to work, it's just. At least it's warmer now. Yeah, when you know absolutely. when you're getting yeah, up at that time me. in the winter, yeah, and, you're and it's disgusting. Your ass off. You can't even. Yeah, oh yeah, fuck. But I'm just feel like winter. You love it. You love when you're going to get ice bars and that in the middle of winter. Yeah, I just winter's like three weeks here. It fucking shits mm. me. Um, have you guys driven from? Because you guys both live mit, like over Mitchy side of Sanford Road, right? Mm. But on the way, um, if you're driving Sanford Road from here, there's a new coffee shop at the um, the tyre shop right near Mitchie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's got that huge mural on it. Yeah. Have you seen that mural? I've sort of driven past it. I haven't had a good look. Oh, the mural's a naked chick and she's got her tits out and she's drinking a coffee and it's a full mural. Well, that'll mural. attract attention. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a full mural. The only thing about the tit is it doesn't have a nipple. But it's like, <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that won't cause me Yeah, dramas, but like yeah. the coffee cup doesn't even cover the tit. But it's like, I don't need to want to have to fucking jack off every time I'm driving to work driving in the morning. <laughs> like, I don't need to pull into West Mitchie car park and do? unload one before you I go to... You just got to get a can of Philly Bit spray and just put a nipple on it so everyone knows what's going on. <laughs> you should to save, you know, make us more politically just correct man area. of the people, you know. That's good, but that's I'm going to have to go there on the way home. Oh, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate it. I sometimes just stop in. They're like, do you want a coffee? I'm like, no, nah, I'm just observing. <laughs> They're probably taking your license plate yeah. number down to report yeah. you. This creepy guy stops here every every um, morning for 45 minutes. Did you see um, your man crush, Gutho? They reckon they're going to play him in the centres. Fucking yeah, He'll mate. handle it. He's played he's centres the, before. He's the best player in the NRL at the moment. He, his game he was last unbelievable. Night, well. I felt for him when he fumbled that kick. Because mm. he was one-man wrecking crew. Paulo's a good selection for them. A big bloke who can take it forward but yet still use the footy. Yeah. I sort of didn't like the selection of Paulo in the first place. And then the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Big body. And his ball playing is getting unbelievable. Like, he's always been decent with his hands. But now he's just... He gets to the line and spins and then just gets this perfect ball out and Gutho's... The one where he laid that try on last night at Gutho was ridiculous. Unbelievable. Absolutely ridiculous, that sort of skill. Especially a bloke at 125 kilos. Now his fitness levels are up there enough to be an asset. Like once you thought, geez, how good would he be, but how long could they play him? Yeah, when he was at Canberra and he was pushing 40 minutes max and and he was even then, there was a couple of dodgy minutes in there, you're thinking, fuck, this kid could be anything, but he's just, his fitness level, like his body's not going to let him do it. But now that he's obviously worked on that, and Parramatta have got him in shape, and it just being just being that little bit fitter when when the time, times get tough, like 60th minute in the game, he's still there with the ability to ball play instead of just tucking it under his arm and trucking that's it up, it. you know. So just that little bit more awareness as well. He knows what's that's what that's what I was already. saying to Dano before you came, um, Roddy is on the way out, like when the the boys are walking off the field and you have like Sterlo and shit talking about Gutto as a fullback and they're saying like, look, he's a type of fullback that he doesn't have that much speed. He doesn't have that much size. But the speed he shows, I think he, he does have runaways quite yeah. often for a bloke who can't, he's not fast. Yeah. If, if he, that's not like, fast. You know, he's dealing. not he's not Pappenhausen, but he's fucking fast. Oh, I mate, think the, the when thing he pushes was, up, he's good, like, he'll be hard to reel in. Yeah. The thing was, as I was saying to Freddie earlier, he was sort of a bit more of a slug in his early days. He wasn't, he used to never ever motor too much. He came back and from two ACL. Yeah. He's recovered from two ACLs. Since his knee. He's um yeah just the speeds working. He must be putting in putting in a lot of work. Oh, he's, and they reckon he's always they reckon been he's the, the fittest. They reckon he's there. the fittest man in the world. He was but. ridiculous when he was at Manly when he was a kid. He was a real beanpole like then. He's got bigger since then. 
from regular playing regular NRL, always saw he was going to be something pretty good. I, th- I always thought he yeah. did. And Other that, people said he was too small. Because in that game last night, you see him in the side of the view and he's complaining about a, a, like a call what they think is a, a knock-on, I think. And then when um, uh, fucking hooker for the Rabbitohs. Cook. When Cook picks it up. How quick, oh, yeah. so. And then He's jumps, the but then fucking Gutho chases him and nearly get, yeah. nearly catches up to him near the try line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he was the only one because like he's going from a sta- he's going from a standing if, start yeah. going like what's this, and he sees Damien Cook on and a just, running start, and he's still he turns, kind of puts the head down, gets the motors yeah. pumping, and he's just in. I don't know if Dylan Brown's still injured, but he got left for dead in that when mm. Cook took off, and Dylan Brown's pretty quick. Yeah, like, he's, he's pretty quick. He can burn it. Dark. That um. That Damien Cook, but fuck, he's fast. That's, yeah, he's very fast. And that's their key. When they get generating quick play the balls and he gets to run, like when he put Liam Knight over, it was just as simple. He jumped out. Yeah, jumped out. Ran a big over, overs yeah. and dropped him off. They chased him over and he dropped Liam Knight off. He scored untouched. Yeah. And that comes too from just knowing there's Damien Cook with the ball and that bloke there defending at A right near the line. He's over chasing on him just because they know how dangerous he is. So as soon as you overcommit there, he just pops it inside and Liam Knight goes over and they did a they did a job on Walker last night, though. Yeah. Like he was, his running was well. good and like they they spotted him up. Yeah. He's not gonna be able to defend like that against Penrith if they want to win. Do you think it's a different storyline if Moses doesn't hit the post? It would have been interesting. I still would have been on South, but the yeah. fact that it changed that quickly that they scored like they yeah, scored within the next three, four, three minutes after should have mm. gone to twenty all, and that kind of broke them like confidence wise because that that um, kick started the the bunnies oh, yeah. even more and they, and they just were on rolled fire on after that the bunnies. Um, I don't know. I thought the game would be a lot uh, like a bit closer. I still I think the bunnies would have just edged it out, but I, the way the bunnies played in the second half was unbelievable. I think I think in the game though, I think Gerard Sutton's got to stop jacking off the six again rule. Oh, where, where, and you say, but you say that, and you look at Ashley Klein. Klein brushes so many things that mm. should be a six to go on either side. Dudes are pushing other blokes in yeah. the ruck, little things that other refs pay as a six to go. And I said this in the beginning to people, and then I thought it's just you know they're finding their the balance. But he hasn't really changed. Like yeah. he lets it, some real. But do you, um, honest opinion, do you think? Uh, well. They put themselves in a position, the Roosters. I thought that was high contact on Morris when Nickel Clock said yeah. save that try. He definitely got but, him up top. But, but yeah. I reckon he drops down into it, eh? But, yeah, but still, the, you've still hit the, a break in the chops. The, these days, like, it doesn't matter even if you fall on these days. Like, there used to be, oh, you fell into it, there's nothing you do. But these yeah. days, if you touch high it, high shot, touch yeah. His head, touch uh, his head. The thing was. But I do boxing training the, and shit. So. What as so the you've fucking, never hit anyone's As the punching bag? Fucking. <laughs> old tontine fist. You don't wear out many fucking bags, do you, clobber? Yeah. <laughs> One thing, yeah, but I, they pow- let, I power fuck. Oh, right? sorry. Well, how's that going? My missus asked me if you've got the bun in the oven yet for number yeah. two. How's it all going? Yeah, I talk about my sperm last week. I was no, too no, drunk. No, I don't remember. No, I, <laughs> I remember when you tell me these stories. Oh, okay, think- so I went back to the specialist, <laughs> and so before I could have, like, it would have been a miracle if I had it. I was less than a million sperm per bust, right? So like per squirt, yeah, yeah, you know, per cream pie. I was um, less than a million, and now my next, uh, my next. Can you turn that fucking shit off while I'm talking, cunt? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then my next, <laughs> my next sample, I'm over fifteen million now. So each bus, I'm over fifteen million, and my my, t- my tility of the sperm has gone up ten percent over from one million to fifteen million. So like I walked in, and the OBG was like. Christian, you're back in the game. And then we like fist bumped and hooked up. And then uh, he's a 60 year old man, but still kissed like a champ. But it was, uh, yeah, so he he just said, he goes, you're back. He goes, you're back to over 15 million. He goes, you're back to normal level. You're not great, but you're back like if you, and so hopefully. Would you you say to do that, you may have given up maybe a substance or yeah, is there probably, something probably in your testosterone diet? or is your um, diet? Yeah, Dynabol, like, yeah. uh, yeah. SUS250, oh, yeah. might have been a bit of Deca, might have been okay. a bit of Equipoise. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
could it be could it be some Anavar? Well, that's good. Nah, it was just it was mainly I'm also doing these HCG injections. So these injections that I've been no one will believe you do drug injections, man. No, stop starting those stories. No one will believe that. This is what OVG Bob gave me to take. So I'm getting them over the counter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, the these illegal drugs. The, okay. the annoying thing is, it's making my fingernails, toenails grow like motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just, cli- I'm clipping like twice a week, bro. Oh, it's like crazy. Weird. If only yeah, it worked okay. on my penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually grew my foreskin back. I'm going to get circumcised again. So That's weird. That's really weird. <laughs> this is pretty like strong that. stuff. This doctor, I don't know if you should yeah. be uh, using Which counter? Is nah, but like anyway, the I'm back. window at the front of his house? I'm back in the game. All right, so there'll be another addition to the free family uh, over the summer. He, he reckons for four Christmas if she's not pregnant he's a banana. That's what he said. So, <laughs> Well, that's a fair guarantee but yeah. good on him. Uh, oh, that's good. Now we'll go back to the actual footy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> took me um, nuts anymore. The, with these captain's challenge, that's one thing that stuffed the Roosters. They could have called for a captain's challenge but they blew theirs on when Tupo had knocked the ball on blatantly oh. going for it and they let him challenge it. Why to do see, they let wingers in front row? To s- it went dead in goal. They was trying to say it just went over the sideline, so yeah. it would have been a totally not a not a seven tackle restart. And then you saw it that Tupo blatantly knocked it on into the in goal, which was absolute stupidity. Which in the end cost you. Yeah, yeah. And they've got to get smarter with these. And everyone and blokes just say, "No, no, I knocked it on." That's it, and we'll defend. Yeah, you can't bluff that. It's not the old days where blokes sl- drop a ball over the line and, and then try and act like they scored and see if the ref will pay it. Yeah, you don't get away with shit these days. There's fucking a million camera angles of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like like last night with Allen when he was he was like abusing the ref that he didn't play at it. Yeah, you know when they kicked through and it yeah, went yeah, it went yeah. hit him on the right foot. I don't think he did play at it. But he, I think you hear in the audio that he goes, no, I'm not wasting a captain's challenge. You just should have not made the yeah, wrong call. Yeah. You know, like he did. Because captain's challenge, it's seriously overrided by anyone says it. And he goes, all right, captain's challenge. I've, yeah, like, front rowers claim yeah. the ball was stripped. Oh. And then they go contact, captain's challenge, yeah. And then they'll see the bloke dropped it, like play, play the balls. Everyone thinks that they got... If it hits a bloke's leg or something, it was interference yeah. when they just go, he was the marker, you dropped it into the marker. Yeah. It's it's like uh, in cricket, like they want to, even though if they know they're right, they're like, fuck, I don't yeah. want to be the dickhead that, yeah, that, that gets rid of that challenge it, for yeah. us because it might fuck us in the end. Yeah. And then you see, I think on Friday night where um, they did do a challenge, but it was just to reserve the boys, like because yeah, it yeah. takes right. time to do Melbourne do that, yeah, and you yeah. suck them in. You suck so, them in. So just to recap... Who you got the uh, these two this, these two games on the weekend? Dano, I think. Oh, they're so tight, both of them. I think probably Penrith and maybe Melbourne. I don't know. See, I both of them honestly a flip of a coin because the way South played in that second half, like they'll be hard to be beaten. But I think Penrith with a week off, young legs, they'll be also very hard to be beaten at home. And then you look at the Melbourne game. Melbourne haven't lost in a hundred years at Suncorp, and they've just been. Just ANZ Stadium's not really a great uh, home field advantage, yeah. though. Everyone plays there, and they're taking it there to get more people. So you know you got to be confident because if you're going to win it, you're going to be there a week later. Well, yeah. Do you, so you think you think Melbourne <coughs> get through? Yeah. The, and you think Penrith get through? Yeah. I th- yeah, I'll stick with that. I. Th- I think Melbourne. I'm. Confident in a tight one that they'll get the coin, and I just on the back of the emotion with Smith, and I reckon they'll have tinkered with a few dramas they had defensively. Yeah, and what I noticed, um, Rapana defended yeah. pretty well the other night, but how that worked was they were sl- they were winning the middle a bit more, so he wasn't having to defend fast, play the balls. Yeah, Melbourne will be testing that out, and he'll have Olam coming, and there's going to be. There's going to be some pushing and shoving with those two because yeah. yeah. they're both angry. So going on from that, so from here on, who do you think wins the GF? You just got to name one. Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. I'm going to go Melbourne. All right, I reckon yeah, Canberra. Melbourne. Yeah, well, and but that's yeah, Canberra playing well. I've, I've just, no one takes no one takes Penrith. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I don't know what happens with South, and we're still thinking they're too young. But if they get in those grooves, they score points at will. Mm. It's going to be 
And you know, on these big occasions, what you've done before, even this season, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like in local footy, in um, BRL A grade, West Brisbane Panthers uh, got up to earn their way into the grand final. First time since 2009, and by pure coincidence, same coach. Same coach. Sort of thing. What you've done before, you only have to come good at the right time. I remember people trying to tell me one, oh, yeah, but if you, you know, by the time you get to the finals, it's too late to fix things. That's absolute bullshit yeah. that you do back in the Stone Age. You can fix things at half time, make a couple of key adjustments and win games, yeah. and which happens regularly, like a la, the, a la Para. If Para went the way they were going, they were going to coast home. But, you know, a couple yeah. of adjustments they made defensively and that. As you're saying, but right, in, in, when it gets to the finals, all the, like one or two little tweaks... Say you versed a side three times during the year, like um, go back to that Brighton Roosters prem side who made two consecutive grand finals undefeated and lost both of them. So like sides would they, they should have at least talking about Dave, right? Oh no, sorry, yeah. should have like, should have won two. Sides sides will struggle with them all year, but then come come the big dance, they've made a little adjustment here and there and and, and g'd up and they get the biggies, you know. And but, and the thing was with with the Brighton side, one of my mates was coach in in Tibbo, Nathan Hughes. Their major semi that uh, for one of them, they fed West like that. Where they smacked West, they beat them. He was almost resting blokes. That's probably not the right preparation that you're mm. gonna have. Yeah. And in finals footy, it can be two ways. You can you play in every week. Some like some teams like that, and it mm. suits them. Others like you need that rest. Who knows how you adjust on the day? Like if Penrith were to lose, it'll shock everyone. But it's a it's a possibility. Yeah. Bennett Bennett's been there and done that many many a time. But the key thing that Rabbitohs is Walker has to be on. They can't just depend on Cook. And they've got a young fullback who'll come under a lot of pressure. Cleary Especially will be Cleary's peppering. Cleary will pepper um, young Corey Allen. They'll throw heaps at him. And even young Jackson Puller on the wing, he'll get he'll get a bit. Yep. And they'll be into them the whole game. And that even Luai down that edge, putting in those... Luai doesn't do too much like long range or big kicking, but when he gets down that edge and puts in those little grubber kicks for Crichton there in the corner, they're really hard to defuse. And especially when you've got two inexperienced like blokes in the back three. If he's coming down, you've got to worry about a short ball picking up Capewell, long to Crichton, who's got Mansour, or the kick. Like There's a lot of options there, and for a... If they if they're shorter number, it's going to be hard to defuse that. I wouldn't be surprised if Capewell ends up as the Queensland centre in this Origin series because he has he plays on an edge and he has played a decent amount of centre at the Sharks and he's a good player. Who would you have again? I think I asked his last one, but who's your New South Wales halves again now? It's Kiri and Cleary. And thing too with them, they read that they're not sure about um, Tedesco might be out, which would really break my heart if they didn't have if yeah. that guy didn't play. No, he's Thank that God good for that. Yeah, I'd be hoping. But so Walker doesn't get it. You don't reckon he'll be in the twenty-seven? He'll be in the squad. I don't think he'll play. I think, but you don't know who gets hurt. Yeah. Being three weeks in a row at that intensity, there's got to be someone who's not going to pull up between week one and week two. In the last three rounds, though, I'd be having Cleary and Walker. Yeah, going over the last three rounds, you know. Yeah, true. Wouldn't but you have some that points? When he, you have some points in that, wouldn't you? Yeah. When, when he got picked last year, he was in. Fierce form as well, and then he came in and sort yeah, of because he had to crumbled a bit. Fucking play with the dud cunt, like he, he like he was clear. He played like shit, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, then, yeah, and, then, and then and then and then it seriously, it's like all the weight got dumped on Walker. Yeah, well, clear he's a golden boy, so you got to yeah. got to protect it. He'll be protect the key. He'll be better yeah. for the run if he gets that opportunity. Look for him or and Reynolds to be throwing those big Tory bombs. I've got mainly Reynolds up to that. Uh, 2-0 on the wing. Yeah, Brian 2 He dropped a couple last week. Yeah. And he, dropped, be, he dropped a sitter last week. Like and a, they scored two. They One was a knock-on and the other was they actually scored. They'll be looking to take his confidence out of him. And he, he carries the ball hard and he's a good finisher. But you've got to take the game from those blokes. When he's confident, when he's confident too, he's up. And he's scoring flashy tries in the corner, celebrating. The same with the whole Panthers team, but... Young blokes, they get around each other. They they just they seem like they fucking love it. And they, when they're up, which they have been the whole season, just about they just they're scoring tries and they're 
chair hooing and they're fucking they're broing and whatever else. They're, oh, and that's the thing. They'll, the, they'll miss kick out. Exactly. Like, but if, if you take the confidence away from them early, who knows what it could be? With their kicking game, and like they work, they work for that where they kick for the three man. Yeah. And they put it so the tall bloke can get above. Yeah. Liam Martin in there. Yeah. Running and up. you bring in that heat, and you so they you miss kick out on that. Like, he's just a physical presence, and he's a big sell because he's a big target. They have mm. things where they don't give it to him, and it automatically it gets a marker involved. Yeah. They're going to have to, like, that South Pack's going to have to rip in. And you know what um, Cam, you know, damage Cam Murray can do? Yeah. One by two, killing it for him. Bailey Sirenin, yeah, he's... who hasn't played that much NRL, is going great. And so is that Kaloa Matangi, that other big um, Solly fellow they bring off the bench. He's been very good. Jaden Sue has been very good. Um, Tavita Totola, even Liam Knight's finding his stripes. They're, they're good forward pack. And when do they're you, going do forward. You reckon that, um, can you, you must think that Jed Cartwright, there's no way he could have ever envisioned. He'd end up playing yeah. against his good mates in a prelim. Yeah. There's a really, really, really weird backwards way for Jed to get there. But also... He's doing a good, solid job. Yeah. Also, he, but these day and age of the NRL, one week some bloke will be playing at one side and then look at blokes like um, that poster Farmer Silly from the Roosters who played half the season at the Warriors. Oh, yeah, they loaned him and then he versed him Played for the Warriors one week and then he versed in the week after. Yeah, then had, they had to recall him. Yeah, yeah. But it's just the way the league works now. It's, a lot of things don't don't surprise me. And for Jed to go go to um, go to a elimination final against Penrith, it's just another one of those feathers in the cap for the any, NRL. You know, changing shit up. Any other questions on the uh, Facebook? Not yet? at the moment, but these any uh, comments by any wise uh, wise listeners? Uh, Br- Brandon Herder says, "Why is Callum Stewart a coward slash fuckwit?" Um, <laughs> well, because he hasn't hasn't got down and fucking dirty the knee yet. That's why. Wow. That's why you're a coward. Get the knee dirty, son. Um, well, you, these current events, man. We got a couple that popped up in the last couple of days. So we, with uh, Tristan Saylor, and then we got. Um, also, um, fucking who put in a, a sample that was dirty? Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Jennings. Uh, Michael Jennings. Jennings, and Jennings claimed one. that he didn't ingest it purposely. Yeah, like he wasn't sure. He wants to fight so, it. So he did the old. Didn't know what was in his supplement. No, I will. He's claiming that yeah. something like that. He but came out. I don't he know came what, out and had a bit of a spell, saying that he's very strongly against doping in any form in, in any sport. And he said, "I'll fight it. And I'll fight it until I clear my name." So he's obviously seems to genuinely think that he's done the right thing. So again, innocent till proven guilty. That's I it. And it's usually and when they go quiet that you suss on them. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. if he's coming out and gone, I know. Like the supplement thing is is a huge like get out of jail free card. Yeah. A lot of people use yeah. it, but if he's seriously used a supplement that has said that like they're well, like ADF approved or whatever it's called, like um, uh, like Asada approved. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. And then it still comes through dirty. Then yeah. And the thing too, they tell you this too that like trainers at clubs and all the um, people that advise them, you have to be careful with certain certain supplements because if they're made in places like Mexico and they're using and they're mixing it up in a in a what do you call it, a tub that someone was mixing cocaine up in, and it gets in there, you've still ingested it. And this is the thing like with James Seguiaro. He's claiming mm. that, like, how his housemate, and the housemate's even admitted to doing it, he had some in the blender, and then, and Seguiaro took some of that. But Seguiaro's like, what do you mean? I was just drunk and the car made me go for yeah. a drive. <laughs> 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 the car jumped in around me and was like, let's fucking but go. Imagine if you were, were a bloke like Michael Jennings and you genuinely... And he doesn't have on many, the straight and narrow. He and, doesn't have many years back in him. You don't think of Jennings as a drug taker. No, exactly. and you don't look at it. He's been the same. But the, like, tr- the trouble week is, in, week it'd be out. worse for a bloke like him who's genuinely like j- tried to pride himself on being clean and then he comes up and pisses hot and you're like, well, he's probably really freaked out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And if he's genuine about trying to clear his name, it could be a simple, like, like the Seguiaro story, getting it from fucking... Someone's shake a bottle or something. Or, but yeah. a lot of people claim this, and it is probably possible, like things like when um, people dropping fucking drugs in people's drinks. Like I went out with a mate once and we 
on the drink for about 12 hours. He vanished after eight and tried to tell me someone put liquid heroin in his drink. I, dro- kept I, dr- drinking beer. I drove I drove all the time. I don't know. Besides you, I don't know of many people. <laughs> I was drinking the same beers mates. as him and I woke up not fine. But just well, if, you're not, if you're not, not drugging good. your mates, you're not a mate. Yeah. That's, okay, yeah. that's Christian's philosophy, also, not Dane or myself. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody with any uh, disagreement for this, contact Christian Freed, Christian, Freed, Christian James on Facebook. Send a personal <laughs> message to him uh, airing any grievances. And also, if you haven't been in jail, but Riley said you have been, just please email <laughs> any given Monday at gmail.com. And I was correct on that one. Dead <laughs> uh, how many people do you know have been to prison, Roddy? Well, quite like a few. All of them. I don't know how many. Uh, when you were in prison, did you take like, numbers and no, shit? Or? Like, no, they had photos up of you around the place. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Notorious I, sex pants. I, uh, I know quite a few people who have somehow avoided incarceration over the years and Rooster's one of those. Yeah, he Somehow, was in Arana on Saturday. And these, and these people don't exactly have bucket loads of cash to buy real flash lawyers or anything. Yeah. Rooster, I don't agree with these allegations in yeah. case I see you down at Club Arana yeah. or <laughs> Fernie <laughs> Grove Tavern. Well, you've been talking about Fernie Grove, that shithole. My, my boy, Benny C, um, he just hit the major jackpot two nights ago, 20 oh. G. We might send the poor bloke. Hell, he might have killed the pub. They might have to build another one now. Twenty grand, man. And before I forget that fucking um, that link that I put up on any given Monday for my boy um, Morgan Assey um, from Lascua. Yep. Uh, So he's over here living in Orange, and on I think it was on Tuesday night, his wife passed away just by heart. Yeah, just by heart complications. Um, He's got a nine-month-old and a five-year-old, I believe. So, yeah, she passed away just out of the blue, just heart complicated. He tried to keep her alive until the paramedics got there, um, couldn't, and um, the the worst came to worse. And now, so he's uh, luckily he's in Orange and he's good mates with the Mortimer family. Oh, and yeah. so the uh, t- Tim... Vineyards, Tim, big vineyards yeah, and so stuff. Tim Mortimer, one of his best mates, has put this GoFundMe. I think they've raised nearly up to 70 grand already. And then also Lascure back home, like back in France. So I live yeah. with Morgan was the, who I lived with before they got me my accommodation. So I was living with Morgs for about three months. And, um, so he, uh, that he's got, he comes from a great family and in, um, obviously Pascal, who's president of Lascure, the club I played for is his dad and he'll probably get over here as quick as he can. But yeah. if you can donate anything towards that GoFundMe, they've set Any one money up. you can spare. Yeah, so we take the piss out of a lot of things, but there's a very serious yeah. time. So if anyone always got to remember in life, and I know it doesn't matter, but, but it's got rugby league ties as well, which, mm. you yeah, know, so it's, uh, and he's, uh, he's a great guy and, um, it just sucks, especially with a nine-month-old and a, f- a five-year-old. That yeah. It's funny the way life is. I'm get serious for a moment. You never envision how <clears throat> bad things could be because if you're worried about yeah. everything in life, you'll never leave your house exactly. and you'll never think you have to take chances. In, anything we do in life's a chance. Driving a car is a chance. Getting on a plane is a, ch- a chance of death. And you're never going to imagine that your missus is going to pass away yeah. When your little one's nine, and you um, can't plan, you can't plan for that shit ever. Like, and it's not even just simple stuff. Like things you can't plan for. No one, no one saw coronavirus coming, and then and, the, the and whole world like, changed. We never took that seriously till about uh, about a three four week period. I was watching the block the other week when it first hit, yeah. and even on that, they said yeah. there's a few chances. And then within those couple of weeks, it went to this is more than this is super serious. People had yeah. to come home. Uh, those friends of yours, Freddie from the gym. Yeah, yeah, they had that. They, I was reading a story about them where they had to, they couldn't go back to work because they were waiting to get the call up for the show, so they couldn't find a job and go. Oh yeah, but we might have to. We might have to leave in might two weeks. Yeah, yeah, you know, but oh, we've got to do. The Jimmy Town fucking killing it on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're winning every. It's how how the world changes, but and then you can feel like that down about something one minute, and then you can have the like one of the best feelings of your life the next week. You know, like. This week you could fucking crash your car and be all fucking down yourself, and next week you win a premiership and you, and yeah, but then it, you, the completely and, different feeling. And, then, and it's crazy because it's like, in comparison, like we we didn't get shut down at all compared to fucking California. That like there's yeah. there's oh, places. Mate. And that, then you look over there and those the fire, the bushfires and shit like yeah. that, and all this going on. So you've got there's the, never been more people moving to Texas, Colorado, Midwest. Yeah. You know, it's, you've got these brave as fuck motherfuckers going out there fighting fires, 
and risk and coronavirus, people in intensive care, um, medical units and shit, mm. you know, dealing with people coming in, risking their own lives, not being able to be spend time with their own families, and you start to think, is what I, when you think someone's tough in life, and then you imagine what these people are doing, and it, everyone, when you're sitting back and watching, everyone can say, in the beginning, coronavirus, there were people we all know on Facebook trying to play it down like it was only a fucking over-glorified cold. Yeah, yeah, well, and mm. these were, the, and then the same people were saying, "Well, Trump kicked its ass. Yeah, yeah. Trump <laughs> fucking three days. You fucking that, gone, bro. Fucking yeah, must have been. The, what was that fucking uh, shit? Chlorine or something? Yeah, yeah, taken? yeah chlorine yeah. pills or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. But you bloke like Trump, I'm, I'm sure he's probably got a bit more than a local GP to talk yeah. to. Yeah, did you guys see the, the Twitter video that he put up where the helicopter drops him off, he salutes? Yes. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. It's cringeworthy almost. I, I was, was like, I'll vote for him now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are a Trumper. Do you still, sure. get, to, do you still get to vote over there? No, nah, so I can, I, can sign, live there? I can sign up to vote. So I send a... Uh, uh, but I wouldn't, I was talking to my cousin who's, who, who works for, he's, he's high up in the military and he works like pretty much directly for, um, like white house correspondents like that. But he, um, and I go, who would you vote for? And he goes, I'm just not voting this year, this time. He yeah. goes, I can't And that's vote. why a lot yeah. of people choose yeah. not to. You can sit back and then I know in the electoral system here, if people get lost and they lose your name on, on a, an electoral roll. People will, there are people yeah. who will just go, well, I'm technically not on there, so I'm just going to keep cruising on this. Yeah. You know, well, they used, used to be fine for in Australia for not voting. And now, as, as long as you don't sign up in the first place, yeah. you don't well, have during, to vote. Well, during you... COVID, the last election, I didn't vote and I haven't got the fine. And usually you do get the yeah. fine. And they normally, yeah, all sorts of things. I wasn't, I wasn't gunning. and I thought I better go down and just quickly do it and went down. And it's fucking shit fight. You know, voting was a shit fight before. Yeah. Fuck me, dead. I just sent him a photo of any given Monday. They're like, no, it's all good. <laughs> He's busy. You look like a big dog yeah. in the community. So, so for everyone listening, I vote for Joe Scully. They're like, yeah. all right, every year then. All will, right, sweet. will you be? Will you be as one of the great West Michi, uh West uh, former players, a man who was uh, rated ahead of Adrian Lamb? Will you be watching the West Brisbane Panthers on Saturday afternoon at North? No, I'll be up the coast because it's my father-in-law's birthday. Okay, no worries. Yeah. Jeez, well, the boys will be dropping the spirits now but yeah. without you there. But, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely would, but we've got this, this thing's been planned for a while, so I've got to okay. go up there. I've even have to drop some other things to do it, so... Um, I'll be up there, but 100% I'll be, if it's on fucking, it'll be streamed again. Yeah, we'll be, be watching streamed. it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's sure. one thing about them, yeah. yeah. Especially there, the GF uh, over there at Bishop Park. Even I, even though one's GF streamed, and I'm like, fuck, yeah. that's going to, I want that next year. Like, yeah. I was telling Dano, watching these finals and stuff, like the attacking, and then mm. the way that everyone's attacking, it just makes me want to play <laughs> rugby league so bad again. It's so good. And I was saying to, also, right, I was telling I'll jack off Freedy. all the boys in the showers. Just to fucking get <laughs> That's your that normal game. practice, Even, my even the other team, just both yeah, teams, fucking, same shower. Let's go. That's right. No I was telling, um, telling Freddie right before you got here, Roddy, that I went down and watched um, some local footy. I watched the Open 3's grand final yesterday at Arana before I came over to Valleys and watched the A-grade side. But... As Freddie was saying, it just makes you want to play so bad. Even watching that threes game, two sides G'd up. There's barely any errors. Some it was decent, good running Some game. decent quality footballers. Um, I saw uh, Paul Payne's son. I think yeah, you know yeah. Him. Yeah, um, Cody. Cody yeah, and Trent. He's a beast, big giant. Yeah. I remember as a kid liking games. He had a freak game yesterday, come off the bench, and his little cousin Trent um, out there on the wing, he had a he had a blinder, just swallowed everything came his way. A couple more, a couple of the older older dogs in their team. As long as he's just, swallowing everything that comes yeah, his way. Exactly, that's all you need is a swallow. But they, like they had a few old dogs and a couple of old fronties that just set the path. And got the and, and, got, the, and got the chockies. Got the W. Oh, yeah, what, sorry, just to break it up, I forgot about. What about Tristan Saylor? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sexual assault allocation. Yeah. I don't know that much about it. You reckon we just wait till it all fucking unfolds? Yeah, just from what I've read, like he's he's claiming he's innocent, so he's not um, uh, pleading guilty or anything. But 
with the kids, uh, he's off contract, so yeah, there's no one going to touch it until this gets resolved. Look at Jack DeBellin, and he's as the a more ex, on the ex, uh, extreme end. Um, they're not going to let you go anywhere. They're not going to let, and you'd have to, I would imagine, if they saw to sign you, you'd have to go. The NRL would have to want meetings and stuff with you. But yeah, with him saying he, saying he's innocent, I'm going to believe he's innocent until he's proven guilty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that, I think in Australia we have that a way better attitude of that compared to they do in the states. Oh, yeah. Like if she comes out about you touching like women that don't want in the states, they're like you are fucking burning on a cross until you prove that you're innocent. You know. Yeah. And yeah, if you're a professional sports person, yeah. and you're deemed to be getting something severe like this. The coverage of it would be enormous. If this was an NFL yeah. player, an NBA guy, there would be everywhere on social media. You'd know every component of it. There'd be interviews uh, with people from somehow connected to the woman or to the bloke, and blah blah blah. And it'd be every, um, you know, every little finer detail. Yeah, but, but also, also like with a lot of these, like like half of these fucking allegations are just cunts. That uh, want to try to make some money yeah, off, like being exactly. in, but making a mistake or whatever. Yeah. And if they're proven that they their allegations aren't true, they should have to face the repercussions as well. Oh, they, it should be straight back yeah, on there. And they should be t- turn it around, and they should be done for deprivation straight away from yeah. from the other party. And they should have to face some sort of some sort of legal action as well, because for a kid like this, just about to be off contract, plenty of talent, plenty of potential. Career at the end of the year is playing good footy, yeah, like and career might well be over. Yeah, just and, and this, this and that seriously, you know, and I know that's probably the, he'd he have to be worried about this because he is getting accused of this, and they they are charging him. And it's got to go to court, and things will run at its course. Like if he is guilty, you have to pay a price for this. But mm. if you turn out to be innocent, is another thing. Like keep saying that about Jack DeBellin, but you know, like I think standing, he's guilty. <laughs> But the stand down policy too, like in the past, pe- people would get away with fucking some terrible shit and get reinstated. Yeah, you know, mm. like what's that? Kirison Arva used to play for South, then went to Para. He was done for assault. It was smashed his when he was pissed, smashed his missus' face against a garage door and things like that. They let him come back. <laughs> and, that's not funny, fuck. I know. They, they let him. Well, they let him come back. They let him come back and play. So you draw a fucking lines like this, and is he alright now? Or? I know, yeah. I don't and know. how's the garage door? Like, Was it automatic or please. manual? It, that shit's not <laughs> funny, mate. It's not funny. It sets a fucking bad precedent that we're a bunch of fucking dumb hillbilly mm. cunts who just fucking drug up, piss up, can't control ourselves. Oh, but so he got proven guilty for that. Like yeah, and they like, let him back in the fucking game. Yeah, the thing. Blake Ferguson got done on sexual assault and fucking yeah. only. And got stood down from the game the for a year. It's the ones who... Um, yeah, Monaghan jacked off a dog, didn't he? No, no. it was Mitchell Pearce. No, um, he's talking about fucking Joel Monaghan. Yeah. Oh. The dog licked his nuts and someone yeah. filmed it. And they got the dog up on trial and he couldn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not... This shit's fucking not a joke, man. Wait, the dog thing is, though. That was pretty classic. No. Yeah, that was no. pretty quick. But this shit was fucking... Quick. If we, but yeah, if, if that, we start like that guilty, thing, that guilty eye, thing again, look at the, the girl on her face. Like, that's far. like, um, and like, like Ben Barber's thing when yeah. people have yeah. witnessed <laughs> you fucking throwing rocks at your missus, and yeah. then that's... stories come up from the past about, and, and there have been allegations in the past about um, domestic violence on Barber, like when he when he was at Canterbury and that. So they couldn't let him stay if he gets signed to play lower league somewhere. Yeah, and you get green lighted, but things like this, you know, like. There are things like shit, like with Monaghan and that. They're just a bad look. But shit where you're actually bashing your misses or going out. Look at Jack Whiten with the fucking when he was on that assault charge for flogging those blokes. You know, like when he was on the piss, and all these sort of things it hangs over your head. Like, like Curtis Scott's thing. They made Curtis Scott out to be the worst fucker yeah. in the world, assaulting coppers like he was trying to fuck, just trying swinging like a fucking mad dog, yeah. punching coppers left, right, and center. When he was pissed, woken up, and he flicked a fucking person's hand away, and then yeah. he, they end up having to pay for the court costs and shit. 
Yeah. You know. Oh, if you get proved, if you get like found guilty of anything that you're touching a woman, you're yeah. fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you should be. You should, and you because of the be because of the leniency room. in the past, they come down hard on it. Where with the Bellin thing, COVID's probably hit at the wrong time to. I remember Nathan Brown talking about it on Triple M once. He goes, "We all thought he would have either been found guilty or he would have been in jail by now." But with the COVID situation and this and that, yeah. what's going to? He's still getting paid while this is happening because he's not breaching his contract. It's just they won't let him play. And they they go to trial this week, don't they? Um, Hayne and DeBellin. Oh, I couldn't. I tell think you. it's this week. It would be. Well, we're in November. Or we're almost in November. Yeah. I do know it was late in the year. So with DeBellin, like. Who knows how that will go down? Like he's maintained his innocence, but everybody is. Yeah, mm. you're not going to go in there and plead guilty unless you know that's in your best interest. Well, fucking for their sake, I hope they're both innocent. If they're not, yeah, you'd you'd, yeah. you'd exactly. want to you'd want to hope. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it, mate. You'd want to hope that fucking this sort of shit isn't happening because you're making these sort of judgment calls on the piz. You've got some serious fucking issues. Yeah, yeah. grow up. <laughs> that's it, yeah. man. <sighs> well Yeah but that dog man <laughs> But um You're an idiot Yeah so I'll go to questions Okay sweet we got Don't have any uh, <laughs> Unreal thanks for the feedback By the yeah. people Yeah loves it Um What have we got We Oh we We got David that, Um DJ who's go Who will win the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl Oh fuck that Well we're going At the moment we're going Green Bay Packers so Yeah Green Bay are looking good Um Who are you I think Baltimore yeah. I'm just saying that because we're hardly we're only, we're only fucking five weeks in. Yeah, I think you yeah, I know, and you always gotta throw something towards the Seahawks. You know, the Seahawks super consistent. Um, Seahawks are like uh NFL's Melbourne Storm, I feel feel. Russell Wilson's looking like he'll be contended to be um MVP of the league. Too bad his missus is gross, but um <laughs> You make a lot of friends, don't you, when you go places? Oh, she's the absolute smoke show. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking, your friend never missus. Your missus doesn't let you go to pubs by yourself, does she? What do you mean? If you go, I just feel like a beer. You're going to go and offend someone at the pub. You're not allowed to even go in the fucking RSL club, are you? Get towed (laughs) up by some digger in there. No, she just doesn't let me go out with you. That's good. (laughs) That's good time. Just lets you and Rooster roll down the FGT. (laughs) 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 <laughs> just tells me not to smoke glass. I'm like, all right, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. We, you picked the wrong bloke to avoid, the right bloke to avoid. Down so there. anyway, I was thinking. So I ordered one of those um, gel guns. You know, yeah, the, yeah. what are they called? Yeah, uh, the yeah, massage like massage gel thingies. No, no. Oh, like gel blaster. Gel blaster. Oh, right. So message gel blaster. So they're battery powered. Um, they shoot little gel pellets. They're pretty fucking sick, man, for a toy. And, um, yeah, they're just water-filled pellets, eh? So yeah, they, 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 they start they, as like little rocks and you just pour water in a minute. No, no well, you buy like buy and buy yeah, like yeah, the yeah. hundreds, and you pour them into the um, yeah. the canister, and then it just loads through like a fully like a uh, automatic shooter. Yeah, right. and they they stink because they're tiny. They sting kind of like little yeah. skirmish balls. Yeah. So I got one of them on the way. So I was thinking, whoever's more off on the who's going to make it to the GF is going to get just pelted with that for about 30 seconds on the next episode, do you reckon? Well, we'll do, do that. You, we both, do you think we you both should said just, Melbourne, so. Yeah, no, no, I said Canberra. So I'll sink in. If Melbourne win, then you get to load me up. and then Both if, of us. Yeah, and then yeah, each. and then if Canberra win, I'll get to do use a minute you each fucking, just go on. A minute? Oh, a minute? <laughs> no. You want to shove this up your ass, fuck with <laughs> You might as well just go give your name to the cop shop down the road now because you're going to be shooting at some fuckwit down the street here. No, they're they're legal. Yeah. They're like kids toys. Not, if you're shooting, not in public. Not if right. you go shooting people in public. We're just doing it here. No, you're going to shoot someone <laughs> in your... You're just going to be some creeper be hiding road, in your front garden. You pull garden. your foreskin back and I just you, go nuts <laughs> on that knob. You will be just... You'll be creeping in the front yard like the fucking. Yeah, you'll be down the road knocking over servos before you know it with his job. <laughs> with Jackie Hawkins. Yeah. He's already knocked it over and I catch him midway. I'm like, oh, fuck. I've got to go to the next one. You can take it down the FGT with you. <laughs> it's like, next one, but I got this one. <laughs> He's got a roll of fucking scratches because he just did the news agent down the road. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, sweet. Well, no yeah. questions. That was the only one. Okay, good. Yeah, so yeah. everyone's looking forward to it. You want to take this bitch out? All right. right. Thanks for everyone for watching tonight on Facey Live. Thanks for everyone who's listening. Uh, remember, West Brisbane Panthers in their first A grade grand final since 2009 at Bishop Park, Nunda. 
get down there. Four o'clock kickoff, I believe it is. There's three games. The reserve grade game uh, is Valleys and Wynnum. The A grade games, Wynnum and West. And, and, and there's I think a 17s game on before it. And uh, next week we've got a big guest on the episode for our grand final edition. Oh, no. Nice. I just got to sort that out, but okay, wheels are no in motion. Way. No way. So are we doing a FaceTime with Mark Offerdahl? No, nah, that'd be the fucking worst thing we okay, could do. Okay, right. He'll probably try to jack off on camera and then try to charge us for it like he used to do the UK cunts. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Not surprising, but wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone, keep keep looking after yourselves. If you really feel like, if you're really missing New, uh, Sydney or something, just go to Byron Bay because half the eastern suburbs are hanging out there. For some reason, that's a vortex where Queenslanders and New South Welshmen can all hang out together, but it's somehow not breaching COVID. Okay, let's all take care of ourselves. Get out there. Keep Christmas is coming. Stay safe. Everyone look after each other. Thanks to our sponsors, Brick Lane, Overexertion, Mates, um, and also... Pardon? Maroon Mentality. Maroon Maroon. Mentality by the great Bergs. And also jump on that fucking link and chuck chuck a couple bucks towards Morgs. Um, And also when we... I wanted to shout out to one of our boys that listens fucking weekly that uh, when we can't meet uh, meet up with Steel to get our brick lane, we go down to Black Sheep at uh, Evident Hills and our boy James sorts us out down there. Yeah, nice. And anyone who sees fucking Freddy and this weirdo fucking pellet gun he's got... Report to the Fernie Grove Police Station, Christian Fr- James Freed, and hopefully he will be arrested or at least detained for several days in the watch house. Thank you, Lucky Stars. It's not a real fucking Okay. <laughs> okay. And right. Not yet. And yeah. everyone, that's why you should never be a Trump supporter, okay? <laughs> Listening to him. Everyone take care. Don't be a mercenary. And we'll be back uh, for our grand final show. When are we going to do that? On a... Um, on a Saturday or a Sunday? Oh yeah, no, we'll talk, yeah. So I reckon, yeah, we. I reckon we'll I, I, maybe we'll do a pre, a pre. Yeah, uh, maybe. Fucks me, man. Yeah, yeah. I oh, didn't even want, think about it because I forgot it's a Sunday. Yeah, we um, might we might go yeah in uh, the Arvo. Or oh, it depends what everyone's doing. We might have to do Friday. How, how are you guys on Friday night? Um, I'm going the game. No. Um, the grand grand over, yeah. Oh, sorry for the NRL grand final week. Yeah, that yeah, week. Yeah. yeah, I'll be sweet. I'm imagining. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. All right, sweet. So yeah, we'll then, next yeah, week would just be the a normal week again, and then we'll on the get, on the time. Try and get right. it on the Friday. So we'll be back, and we might go do yeah. a, go a Facebook live yeah. then, depending where we do it from, and depending what happens. So yeah, so for the grand final week, I've got a week and a half to do some wheeling dealing with that big guest I'm going to get on. Yeah. Nice. Good work. That's why you're the producer of the show. You're the brain. Leonardo DiCaprio. Get ready. All right. paper bags aren't going to work on Leo. Yeah, <laughs> Take care, everybody. Cheers, and boys. We'll be back next weekend to talk about the GF and how we think it's all going to go down. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And stay loyal. Don't be a mercenary. And get down and support the Panthers on Saturday afternoon at Bishop Park.